Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. And I would do anything for love. I'd run right into hell and back. Roger, shut up. I lost my parents. I would do anything for love. I'll never lie to you, and that's a fact. Liar, liar, pants on fire. But I'll never forget the way you feel right now. Not so good. Oh, no. No. No way. Uh-uh. And I would do anything for love. I'll just break your back. Wait, what? That hurts! It's the Intergalactic Boombox. Kyle Abert here. On board the only podcasting starship in the Milky Way. We're working on Snickers and peppermint patties. Hoppa Judy, bless my soul! I really love that rock and roll! Rest in peace. Meatloaf, legendary singer. His name is Robert Barson. Ah, yes, it's Asmer, one of the aliens on board our ship here that uh, speaks in movie quotes and commercial jingles, ladies and gentlemen. I'm loving it. Got a jam-packed show here, but first a quick word from Drew Grimes. Remember to listen to this show on a Podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. Yes. To experience the intergalactic boombox in its full glory. Images, chapters, value for value streaming in-app donations during playback. Make it rain! And afterward, on an all-new Drew Grimes True Crime Podcast. Oh, boy. Hush. You'll learn about Tiny Tim Farfignugan, a 40-year-old man-child from Guava Heights, Michigan. It's not a real place. Whose addiction to sniffing comic book ink turned deadly. No! And now, back to the interscholastic blam boat. You know, speaking of comic books, it's time for the Question of the Week. Who's your favorite comic book or manga artist? Dave Jones from the Podcasting 2.0 podcast says, My favorite comic artist? Easy. It's Sean Gordon Murphy. Check out Tokyo Ghost, Chrononauts, and his recent Batman run. He's so good. Sat cats. Thanks for the boost. Rush boost of 2112 sats sent using the Castomatic Podcasting 2.0 app. Streaming Satoshis or Sats. Yep, good old Dave is a Sat Cat. Lord Comet says Akira Toriyama for Dragon Ball. Alex is Alright says Jim Lee and Greg Capullo for a lot of uh, DC titles. Daniel Big Bear Christian says Ken Ishikawa Getter Robo on the manga side and Jack Kirby, of course legendary, on the western side. Dustin Man 26 says Ichiro Oda for One Piece. Gary Norwood says Carmine Infantino on Marvel's Star Wars comic book series. What's in my head podcast says Jim Lee draws their favorite Batman stuff. Yeah, and Jim Lee is pretty awesome. Jasmine Sidney, watching Power Rangers, that's their Twitter name, says Tite Kubo for Bleach. All according to plan. That's Brad loves Yusuke Murata's One Punch Man. Shibuya Sotos says Tetsuo Hara for Fist of the North Star. New question. What mobile or desktop app are you obsessed with? You know, something that you use or play with daily on your computer, on your phone. It could be a game. It could be something for productivity, music creation, art. Sky's the limit. Mobile-wise, I play Bubble Shooter and Candy Crush Saga nightly. And I really miss the, the Dr. Mario iOS game. They totally yank support for it, so you can't play it anymore. Wordle's okay, but I don't see the hype for Wordle 
And I use Adobe Audition on my desktop every single day to record auditions and, of course, this podcast. So what app on your computer and or mobile turns you into a zombie where hours go by in the blink of an eye? At me, at BoomboxPod. Mark your calendar for February 25th. It'll be a day long remembered. A day of disappointment, rather, for those who didn't pre-order a Valve Steam Deck, because that's when it's coming out. Join the many, many fans still striking out on PS5s as they trickle out here and there. On February 25th, if you pre-ordered a Valve Steam Deck, you'll get an email linking a purchase option, and you'll have 72 hours. Theoretically. You know, if you don't do anything, they'll skip to the next person in the queue. Now, will Valve have enough units to meet pre-order demand? Don't know. Will those who didn't pre-order have a big gulp's chance on Arrakis of snagging one? Probably, most likely, 100% definitely no way. And if you're saying, what the heck is a Steam Deck? It looks like a Nintendo Switch, except it plays Steam games. It's basically a mobile PC. You'll no longer be tethered to the desktop or laptop to play your favorite PC titles. It is also more expensive than the Switch. $400 for the 64 gig version. Bam. $529 for a 256 gig version. Bop. And 650 smackaroonies for a 512 gig. Bada bop, boom. And if that's not enough, you can always pop in a micro SD card. Comes pre-installed with a Linux-based Steam OS, but you can wipe that and install Windows if you want. Battery life is estimated between two and eight hours, depending on how maxed out you want to go on quality settings. Also very important to note, the Steam Deck will not be available at retail stores. So don't think about camping out at Target or GameStop or Best Buy. Valve, directly online, is the only place you can get it, just for customers in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and the European Union. Fun, boss. Uh, gets just what about my home world of Goop Thor 9? Yeah, right. And what about the dimple wicket zone? Me cousins will love something like Shiggles. this. Shiggles. All right, my other alien buddies gets in Shiggles here. Yeah, it's going. Hello. Look, Steam Deck is just going to be on Earth, Boo. all right? Times infinity. Discrimination, bros. Look, don't shoot the messenger, man. Can I punch the messenger? Right, the baby maker. All right, in the segment. Oh, no. They say he's got to go. Go, go, Godzilla! No, wait. Come back, big guy. We love you. Hugfest. Godzilla and other giant monsters will be beating the ever-living crap out of each other on Apple TV+. Plus. What? I thought it was Legendary and Warner Brothers. Strangely enough, it's going to be on Apple TV+, Plus, a series featuring G-Dog and other titans sparring while pointless, uninteresting human characters delve into their mysterious ties to Monarch, the organization who's been hiding their experimentation and study of the giants from the public for decades. Godzilla vs. Kong was a huge hit for Warner Brothers and HBO Max, so uh, I'm kind of shocked that they passed on doing a series. Well, maybe because they threw all their money at Matrix Resurrections. I don't know about you, but I never tire of watching Godzilla fighting other legendary creatures, but what the series really needs is one guy. All you old school Godzilla fans will know. Jet Jaguar! Yanosh has the best line in Ghostbusters 2. Why am I drippings with goo? <coughs> oh, it's E.V. Pete, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> hey, you Carl! It's Kyle. And what does the EVP stand for? Electronic Voice Phenomenon! Do, 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 do. So electronic voice phenomenon, you basically take a tape recorder and you go to haunted places and try to get a recording of ghosts and spirits that you can only hear during playback. So did you get an actual recording of uh, someone who died? Nope. Did you record anything? Yep. 
A goat. Is it a dead goat? I'm afraid so. Poor fella got his blood drained by a chupa choop. <laughs> you mean chupacabra? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Conspiracy was telling uh, me about that recently. Yeah, let me play you my tape. All right, let's see what you got. You gotta earn their trust, you see. Of course. Goat, are you there? <laughs> Were you killed by the corn on the cobba? You mind if I take your corpse and have it stuffed so I can give it to my niece as a birthday present? Wow, that goat's the goat, apparently. Yee. Or at least the OG. He who controls the spice controls the universe. An anonymous NFT group had a similar thought in mind when they plunked down $3 million at a recent auction house back in November with the plans to distribute the contents of a rare book, NFT style. A copy, one of about 10 to be in existence, of a book chronicling the failed attempt at adapting Dune back in the mid-70s, from director Alejandro Jodorowsky. This group assumed someone spending ludicrous amounts of money would inherently be the rightful owner of that item. Problem is, obviously, you don't own the rights to the contents of something just because it's out of print and, or you paid a lot of money for it. And come on, Dune's author's estate, Frank Herbert, that would easily be within their rights and should be uh, to sue the crap off these people. Christie's of Paris, the auction house. They've previously moved some copies of this rare book in the past, chronicling the production of the movie for a paltry $25,000. You know, not only were the members of Spice Dow, the NFT group, wrong in assuming they had the rights to digitally sell the contents of the book, but as a publicity stunt, they were going to burn the physical copy they just dropped $3 million on after it was scanned in. And you know what? The irony, there's even more irony here. You can actually see every page of this ultra-rare book online for free. Just check the link in the show notes. The Spice Dow Twitter account posted that they intended to make the book public to the extent permitted by law. <laughs> Produce an original animated series to run on a streaming service and various other related projects. You know, you should hunt down this fascinating documentary from 2013 called Jodorowsky's Dune. It covers the production, the pre-production rather, of the film. The film never got made, uh, crashed and burned due to the expense and other creative plans. His version of Dune was going to be between 10 and 14 hours long. He wanted Pink Floyd to do the soundtrack. And you can see the guy interviewed during uh, this movie. You can see he's a couple fries short of a Happy Meal. He's eccentric. He's, he's super creative. The guy's like 91 now. His vision for Dune would have been the craziest thing to ever make it to the big screen had it actually happened. The casting was eclectic, to be sure. You know, the likes of Mick Jagger, Orson Welles as Baron Harkonnen. He wanted surrealist artist Salvador Dali to appear, which he agreed to for $100,000 an hour. And Jodorowsky planned to film him for exactly one hour and then use a mannequin to finish the rest. Seriously, this documentary, Jodorowsky's Dune, Hunt it down, even if you know nothing about Dune and have no interest in Dune. It is an amazing rabbit hole. And if you have $3 million, don't blow it on an NFT. <laughs> Macaroni with the chicken strips. Huh? I am determined to make some kind of viral TikTok. You got any ideas? Hit me up at BoomboxPod. If you like the show, tell a friend. The Intergalactic Boombox is pre-recorded live behind a studio audience with the volume all the way down. Sure, they may not have heard the show, but by gum, they were there. And remember, if plan A doesn't work, the alphabet has 25 more letters. But if you get to Q or R, you may want to save some time. Go ahead and just give up. Till next time, I am out of here.